Welcome to KUEH Kue 101.5 FM. My name is Chris Gomez. I'm coming to you from my home at the Pakitu Village following that social distancing. I'm pleased to be joined today by, from the Sacred Connections Department, we've got our licensed clinical social worker, Vidi Sigala. How are you doing today, Vidi? Hello, Chris. Good and yourself? I'm good. Um, you know, I'm trying to stay de- um, stress-free during this this crazy time that we're all going through right now. Um, you know, I'm glad that you uh, made time to talk to uh, the people of our community and anybody else who's who's listening um, about um, just basically coping with stress and anxiety in the wake of um, COVID-19. So um, you sent a lot of good materials over before we started this interview. You want to um, talk about what those materials are and um, I guess um, just what what we should look for? Absolutely. Um, so now with the COVID-19, with coronavirus, um, with the pandemic that we're all going through, um, I send you some PowerPoint presentations. And what it talks about is basically coping with stress and anxiety during these difficult times. Um, there's different topics that we, we will be covering. And I don't know if you want to go over them before I start talking. Um, it's just basic information for all of us. Um, I think that all of us can use that right now. No, um, just ba- basically, it, it's a pretty long and robust presentation. So we'll, we'll go through it a little bit at a time. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll butt in as um, I have questions that the community might have. Or, uh, okay. like, we'll, we'll go in any order you're comfortable. So um, I guess um, we, we can go ahead and start. Um, you want to uh, um, give your intro? Okay, absolutely. Okay, so now um, in the American Indian and Alaskan Native population, um, it's a it, we're at high risk because of the 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 rates of the disease, right? Um, the linkages that we have um, extend to our family culturally. Um, there is prior stresses that we are encountering, such as trauma historical trauma, right? It's not only what we're facing right now, which is a coronavirus, but we also have some other um, previous stressors and that combined can affect us tremendously. Yeah, I know, I know like um, Native American people sometimes have trust issues with the federal government and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and it be because of the fact of historical trauma and, and things yes. that they've been through in the past, it's real hard to trust them as, um, I guess, the authority figures. Yes. right now and um that, that's why uh, it's good that we've had our tribal leadership to kind of um flow information down to to our community there so uh, there there's uh, a lot more trust i think with our tribal government than with like you know maybe the federal government mm-hmm. yeah so yes. okay um and and you talked a little bit about extended um families culturally and you know that's something i can relate to i come from a very big family on the reservation so mm-hmm. i you know i i know um a lot of times um uh, uh, like we all want to be there for like that matriarchal figure or, or that uh, yeah. uh, patriarchal figure. And um, mm-hmm. right now we can't. And so some of us might be having trouble coping with that. Yes, yes, absolutely. You know, especially right now that we we have to ma- maintain that social distancing, right? And, and I don't like that that term. It's more physical distancing, right? Because we, if we isolate ourselves, that can create more stress. But right now, you know, the best things that the best thing that we can all do is just reach out and make sure that you're in contact with your family constantly, right? And especially with our with our elder um, population. Okay, yeah, the elders can tend to feel a little bit more isolated, um, you know, and, mm-hmm. and um, we get a little bit of lectures, like, you know, from grandparents, like, <laughs> why haven't you come to see me? And yeah, yeah there's that kind of attitude. And, and um, I mean, I, I think um, 
at the beginning of this whole um, physical distancing, like you call it, um, you know, there, there was a lot of that. But as um, like a, a lot of our elders are following the news themselves, they're getting a little bit nervous now and seeing the importance of it. Yes, yes. And, and I think that right now, you know, you, if you have any elders in your family, just make sure that you provide accurate information. I know that the news and social media can be sometimes very, um, you know, they can exaggerate and that can, that can create more stress, unnecessary stress, right? So just be there for them and provide them with accurate information. Okay. And um, so um, we're, we're talking about the elders or just maybe somebody else that might feel isolated. Just give them phone calls. If they have access to technology, like like um, some of those apps on the phone where you could actually see each other, that's, that's even better. But I mean, just a mm -hmm. phone call works. I know um, that you've been serving a lot of people. Um, um, yourself, you know, during this time, um, you're not necessarily, it's it's not time off for a lot of us in the tribal government. We're, we're, we right. still continue to work uh, and, um, you know, get the message out and everything. And, and you're providing um, therapy during this time. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. We are providing therapy right now. Um, I'm still serving tribal members in, in the community. I still have clients. We're doing phone calls, telephone calls, or FaceTime. Um, that's right now it's something that HIPAA waived at the moment. So it's approved by Indian Health Services and HIPAA. So we're, we're providing that to all tribal members. Um, and we're on call 24-7. We have a hotline as well. Um, so I'm text messaging my clients and I'm in contact with them by phone and by, by FaceTime as well. Yeah, that is absolutely outstanding because you're not leaving these people like by themselves or um, without that, mm -hmm. that, you know, um, that support that they're they're accustomed to they're getting it from the phone and um i hope that that's going well for you guys yes yes it is i i think that all tribal members have been very very receptive to this um they some of the elders were kind of you know because they're not used to that and, and it's understandable but the majority of them have been very open and very uh you know willing to have this type of service and it it it, it helps them Right. So they're more connected. And if they have any questions, they know that they can call us at any given time. Yeah. And um, let's go ahead and transition to this group that um, we, mm -hmm. we might forget about, but they, they are human beings and they do get stressed. And uh, um, yeah. th their line of employment doesn't allow them to, you know, um, distance themselves. They're going right into there. So I'm talking about for um, first responders, um, law enforcement and healthcare providers. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, you want to elaborate on some of the stresses that they go through during um, time periods like this? Yeah, absolutely. So in the helping professions, right, like you were saying earlier, sometimes we're not able to take a break um, because we, we are service providers. So um, we often work with clients or patients who are suffering like with mental health issues, right? And the stress that uh, as re first responder, responders and health providers can face could be emotional exhaustion, right? They're so exhausted, um, reacting um, disproportionately to minor stressors, meaning that they can have anger outbursts, right? Uh, forgetting what they used to enjoy, forgetting that maybe they did like what they were doing before as far as their job goes. Um, they're not satisfied at their place of employment. They're afraid of taking time away from their daily responsibilities. They're experiencing insomnia, um, problems concentrating very, very um, frequently, right? And then they have errors constantly and compassion fatigue. What that means is that uh, when you are uh, in the helping profession, right, like nurses, uh, 
firefighters, social workers, doctors, anyone who's in the health profession, you can become just exhausted, right? Like you don't have any more energy. You're burned out pretty much. That's what it is. And like you were saying earlier, sometimes they don't even have the time, right, to breathe or to take a break. But it's very, very important for first responders and healthcare providers to make sure that they're paying extra attention to themselves and to those stressors that we just mentioned right now. Yeah, absolutely. And what are some signs and symptoms of stress that we should look out for, um, not just for within ourselves, but for like family members or people that we know of? Mm, yes. Yeah, so there's four clusters, physical, emotional, cognitive, and behavioral. So for the physical would be headaches, head, back aches, any chest tightness, fatigue, any stomach cramps, difficulty breathing, diarrhea, loss of sexual interest, insomnia. As far as emotional goes, any anger, any anxiety, nervousness, depression, poor self-esteem, moodiness, suspiciousness, kind of paranoia, uh, guilt, weeping, and loss of motivation. Um, Cognitive, which is our thoughts, um, difficulty concentrating, forgetfulness, worrying, um, thinking constantly about mortality, poor attention to detail, um, we have to have tendency uh, to be a perfectionist and decisiveness, feeling helpless, helpless and catastrophic thinking, right? Like thinking that everything is just going to get worse and worse. Um, as far as behavioral um, goes or actions, right? Um, increased alcohol or substance abuse, um, cigarette smoking, we drink more coffee, we get more violent, we're overeating or undereating as well. Um, we gain weight or we lose weight, any relationship issues, and decrease activity in general. Oh, wow. So th- those are four very long lists. So um, chances are that um, just as an individual uh, being, being secluded in your own home right now, you're going to go through one of them at some point, at least yes. one, if not many. So uh, what can we do to reduce um, these stresses? So we can do many, many different things. Culturally, self-care is not always that. It's not something that we always value or we emphasize, right? In the, the Native American or American Indian population, we, we often focus on others, right? We tend to put ourselves kind of like in the back burner. But I think right now it's very, very important that we recognize what is, uh, what are the symptoms of stress, right? Like paying attention to our body, how is my body reacting to this? Um, where am I holding stress in my body? Um, have my emotional responses changed? Meaning that, like we were saying earlier, am I am angrier? Um, am I crying more often, right? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I eating well? Um, creating a self-care plan, very, very important, right? Like what might work for me might not work for you, but it's very, very important that you pay attention to that. Like what activities can you engage um, when you're at home that you find enjoyable, right? For some people could be reading, playing with their children, um, music helps a lot, um, TV, streaming media, um, and traditional arts and activities as well. 
and taking a break, you know, from media coverage, because um, right now I think it's overload of information and that can create a lot of anxiety as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I, I know, um, you know, it could be overwhelming, especially just um, you go from maybe watching it on the TV to um, turning on your social medias. And then there's a lot of misinformation um, that are there. What are some um, relax- relaxation techniques that people can use while, that, while they're, um, you know, going through this? Mm-hmm. So there's plenty belly breathing, which is pretty much just taking a deep breath, inhaling through your nose, exhaling through your mouth, um, grounding exercises. What that means, Chris, is that you use all your senses when you're feeling very, very anxious and you're using, you know, what am I seeing right now? What am I touching? What am I hearing? What am I smelling? And what am I tasting? That's going to help you be more grounded and instead of having, you know, anxiety. Um, taking breaks, very, very important, right? Like I know that right now we're not able to go out there with family, but you're able to take a walk. You know, you can take a walk on your own around the, the block, sitting in the sun, listening to music, reading a chapter in a book, um, and practicing time management, very important as well. Um, asking for support if you're feeling overwhelmed, like your family, friends, make sure that you have a social support uh, system in place. Okay, definitely. And then uh, um, you you guys on the um, Sacred Connections Department, you're that support system for a lot of people. What, what's the number that they can call to, to contact you guys there? Absolutely. Give me one second. I knew you were going to ask me that question. Give oh, okay. me one second. No problem. Let me, let me give you that phone number. Okay, so it would be 915-479-2591. Okay, great. So that, that's the number that you would call. And I mean, you shouldn't really be ashamed if you if you do have to call that. Um, you know, there, there's right now, this is not the time to feel like um, there's some stigma. Nobody on the other end of that line is going to judge you. They're there to help you right now. And mm-hmm. you guys have a 24 hour uh, um, line. So um, this yes. could be any time of the day. You know, once you've put the kids to bed, if you want to just call that number, go ahead and, mm-hmm. and do so. And I'll go ahead and put that number in the show notes, too, of the of this um, podcast that we're doing. So um I know, um, is there anything else about, um, you know, to kind of ease the the burden of this social distancing and this quarantine? Yes. um, You know, when we, that social distancing, like I was mentioning to you earlier, like, I don't like that term because we tend to isolate ourselves, right? We can physical distance ourselves, right? From other people. Um, And what we can do is not lose that social connection that we have with others, right? So um, there's different ways that you can connect with people, right? Through text messages, social media, phone calls, especially with the, the elders, right? If you have a mom, your mom, your dad, your grandparents, like you can reach out to them by phone, calling them over the phone, um, check on them just to make sure that they're not isolating themselves either because they're sick or if they have a high risk, you know, I don't know, falling or they're by themselves, homebound, make sure that you're checking on them. Um, and send them stuff over the mail, you know, letters, anything tangible. That way they know that you're all still connected some way, somehow. Yeah, I know one of the be- beautiful things about um, being um, part of a Native American community is that we all tend to live in the same neighborhood, the same, you know, Pueblo mm-hmm. in, in our case. Yeah. So, you know, um, sometimes we're just walking distance away. And, and mm-hmm. you know, like I've done it, like, you know, like I wave through my, to my mother through the window and leave her a few things. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, like, like later on, we'll get on the phone and talk about those things or, you know, whatever, just to kind of ease, ease um, stress. So um, let's, yes. let's go ahead and transition to um, talk about um, our, our young, our young tribal members, our children and um, the COVID-19 stress that they're going through right now. Absolutely. Yeah, that can be very difficult. And I know that they have lots of questions all the time. Um, And I know that we have had some parents ask us, like, how do I communicate this to them? And the best way is just to not be dismissive, right? If they have any questions or concerns, like listen actively, right, to their fears and concerns and validate. Like if they're telling you I'm scared, it's okay to be scared. I'm scared too, right? Um, remember, don't start a response with don't feel sad or don't feel scared or don't cry, right? Because that would be dismissive. Um, so letting them express themselves and their feelings to you, that would be really, really good. Um, helping them identify their stress response, right? And what is helpful for them in reducing stress, anxiety, and even depression. Um, help them practice relaxation strategies like the belly breathing. And the grounding exercises, um, something that I do in play therapy with children is we play um, grounding, right? So we use all our senses and you start playing with them if they're feeling nervous or anxious. And they like doing that, like using all your senses so you can feel less nervous about something. Um, Maintaining a routine, very, very important within the household right now that we're at home with our children. So they know what to expect and there's no uncertainty. Um, engaging in activities with you, right? Um, if, if you go out and take a walk, if you're able to take them out with you, um, don't take them out to the stores, please. Um, but do something where you have that connection with them. Limiting the screen time, right? Like if they're 24-7 on the tablet or watching TV, that's definitely not healthy. Um, and limiting your time on media or the computer. Right now that we're working from home, that can be something really difficult to do. But it's okay to take breaks so they can see that you're there with them and they're not alone. Yeah, absolutely. I know a lot of them had the rug pulled out from under them. They were in their school routine and, you know, they're um, just had an abrupt end to their school year. And it, 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 I know it can yeah. be, um, you know, very, very stressful. Um, so we, we talked about a little bit um, about our elders. Um, do you want to elaborate more on, on elders dealing with the COVID-19 stresses? Yes. Um, so some of the stressors that they're going through is that they're, that's the social distancing um, can affect them a lot because they're not they're they don't have a contact you know directly with their family members so a, a helpful way on reducing that anxiety would be you know asking them if they need any assistance you know buying medications for them groceries i know that social services is doing an amazing job um and in providing you know groceries to elders or anything that they might need medication supply medical equipment um but if you or if you have you know any family members that need any of that like please reach out to them or reach out to social services we're here to help them in any way that we can um developing a plan you know with them with your elders in your family as far as how to connect with them right maybe um putting it in writing, uh, maybe setting up a Skype call, a FaceTime call um, with them or calling them over the phone, kind of like a conference call. Um, Do they have a buddy system, you know, within their social network, anyone that can go and check on them? Maybe you're not able to because you're working or because you have other things going on, but making sure that you are letting them know that you're there for them and provide them with accurate information um, so they're not you know, feeling scared or, or alone in this time. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think also letting them know that um, the physical distancing that we're doing, it's an act of love, you know, it's an act of concern, uh-huh. and it's for their well-being, too. And I think that makes them feel um, better um, uh, about just the way things are right now. So yes. um, let, let's talk about just what are some just common sense um, tips that, that um, we, we, we can be using right now? Well, common sense would be just to keep, you know, any hygiene, like washing your hands constantly, you know, social distancing, physical distancing, um, minimizing exposure risk. If you're going out to the store, just please go once a week. Just go by yourself. Don't take your children or your family with you. Take care of your body. Everything, right? Remember that we're all connected physically, emotionally, everything, your whole well-being. Um, recognize what stresses you, what what are your stress, stress responses are. Take breaks as needed. Um, stay informed and make some plans and seek help when needed. Um, we're here to support you in, in anything that you might need. There's no judgment. Um, I, I encourage you, please, if you need help right now, it's okay. It's okay to feel nervous. It's okay to feel scared because I think the majority of us are feeling that way. Okay. And you sent over a list of resources that I, I know it's a lot to go over. We still have, have uh, um, some more to go, go over right now. But what I'm going to go yeah. ahead and do with these resources here, and you know, just to name a few of them, there's emergency.cdc.gov um, with the forward slash coping. That way you don't have to mm-hmm. remember them. I'll go ahead and put them in the show notes here. So um, wherever you're listening to that, those, those will be in the show no- notes, whether you're listening to this, this podcast on Apple, iTunes, or um, Spotify, or um, just look at your show notes. And there's some more um, great resources that our Sacred Connections Department has um, provided uh, with us right now. So um, we're, we're going to go get into the back end of the materials that you've provided for the community here. And um, mm-hmm. it starts with um, COVID-19 um, rates climbing and the nationwide response to that increased intensity. What can we look for as, as a tribal community there? So let me see. Give me one second. The, there is lots of tension right now, and, and there's an increased response when it uh, comes to the the feelings of stress, right, and the stress response. So um, there's this thing called fight or flight response, right, that we all have. And this is something that happens when we are going through a traumatic experience, which is what we are all going through right now. Um, So freeze is also a stress response, right? We kind of like we don't know what to do. Um, Stay home measures and self-isolation can make can makes us feel that we're stuck. Right. It's kind of like we're, we're just here doing nothing, kind of like it's a freeze um, response. OK. And then um, another thing that we want to keep in mind right now, I know that that's real prevalent, especially on our reservation, is caregiving during COVID-19. We have um, th- those family members that require some care. Uh, um, you know, by by professionals that come from outside of the home, um, as well as, you know, it might be a family member also providing that care because they're not able mm-hmm. to do so for themselves. Do you want to talk about that a little bit and what are some precautions and things we should be uh, um, thinking about as, as we're looking at that? Absolutely. Um, so for our elders, right, that sometimes they have caregivers at home or healthcare work is coming in, in and out of their homes. Um, so very uh, important to remember that if they're working long hours and they don't have any breaks in between to remind them that it's okay to do so, um, situational awareness and mindfulness, right, like being able to reduce that anxiety. 
Um, any potential for added stressors based on family or familial uh, situations such as school closures, everything that we're going through right now, right? Business closures, um, any like the balance between working and any other household responsibilities, right? So being more mindful of that, that can help them reduce that stress. Okay, yeah, de definitely there. And um, then I, I, I noticed here um, you have some notes on um, challenges in the healthcare field uh, as, as it adds to the, the um, these stressors. Um, and you, we see it on the news all the, all the time, equipment challenges, um, surge capacity, planning and preparation. You know, those, those of you um, healthcare workers that are, are um, out there and you're, you're, or maybe you're a caregiver and you know, you're worried about not having like access to your gloves that you normally use or, you know, with, mm -hmm. with your providers there. Um, maybe um, you take care of more than one person and then there's that exposure risk and then um, providing um, uh, um, support to that person that you're taking care of as well as care. So taking a lot of these notes that you're giving us uh, on VD and, and yes. applying them to the, the, the population that you're serving is, is a big, a big, um, a, a, a big necessity for them. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, when it comes to organizational tips, right, because um, making sure that you are understanding what your role is, what your responsibility is, when, wherever you're working at, right, what the processes are um, in times of crisis, which is what we're going through right now, right, and talking to your team members and, and provide them with accurate information, right, being um, transparent. Um, this is going to help them feel, feel more at ease, right, and it's going to decrease that stress um, that they're already going through. Um, talking to your team with your team members about cross-training, right, about covering for each other when and where appropriate. Um, if you need a break, knowing that, let them know that you're there for them um, and making sure that there are proper protocols, right, for cleaning and preventing spread of germs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and what what are some um self care tips that that we we can all um take into consideration right now? Yes, well, um, taking breaks, um, encouraging you know your team to to take breaks during their working hours, right? Supporting rotation and roles and responsibilities as appropriate, right? Um, communicating constructively, very important, right? Communicate what needs, processes, or protocols, um are they need to be consistently applied um encouraging positive communication between staff um and recognize that um they're all doing a good work right uh, job um and if there's any mistakes or deficiencies um express that to them but in a constructive manner right instead of uh, you know so they they feel more um supported and less judged um being there for them checking with each other constantly right and especially right now and with yourself daily check-ins in the morning during the day throughout the day um any additional needs anything that they might need let them know that you're there for them to support them um self-check-ins with on mind body uh, and body emotions and spirit can also be supportive for yeah. ourselves yeah most definitely i know um our casica checked in on us um you know and he he wasn't able to go house to house of course but he he right. um provided a message that went out on the radio and that's on the pueblo's social media page there so i know like just hearing from a spiritual leader uh, um mm -hmm. kind of um gives you a little bit more um I, I guess more will to to go on and and continue doing your job. Um, I I know um 
there you get you guys especially you that are in the the serv- the service providers like as social workers and and um all of the people that are working in in the EOC right now um it, it can be really easy for you guys to forget to hydrate and eat foods um that are supportive to the mission that you're trying to accomplish there so um you know I'm reminding you now just you know make sure you're you're drinking plenty of water and you know eating the mm-hmm. right foods cuz um, um we don't want your immune system as our care providers to um to go down there and um, it, 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 it just becomes um, one of those things where, you know, the people that take care of the community, um, they, they, they tend um, to forget about themselves or put themselves second. And um, I've said it to the fire, the fire staff here and, and our police department as, as well as our tribal leaders. Um, it, uh, losing one of you guys is like losing a special forces person, you know, during this time. So it's real important that you guys, you guys make sure you take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that is so true. We tend to neglect ourselves, but it's it's very, very important, like you were saying, to to nourish our body, right? To make sure that we're drinking plenty of water, to avoid excessive caffeine, sugar, salt. You know, we we need to use what's best for our body and for our brain, right? And that's that's very, very important. Yeah. And then um, I see here on uh, on your presentation, you've got some more um, self-care tips. Um, You know, you want to go over those? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Like we were saying earlier, right, connecting with others, um, social networking can be supportive and can help lighten our loads through talking, sharing and storytelling. Right. FaceTime is it's it's working great right now. Wonders, Snapchat, um, calling or texting each other. Um, There are some programs um, that are employee assistance programs right through your jobs. They're able to provide you with, I, I think, at least three sessions of counseling for free so call your health parents they they're able to provide that or if you're a tribal member you can call us and we can provide that for you um hotlines like the one that the one that we provided you with right now chris that's something that they can reach um they can have easily available 24 7 peer-to-peer warm lines are available for support um, getting creative active hands-on coloring any art any gardening that you can do going and taking a walk um take um in the sunset and our beautiful environment right like just going out there and being able to take a walk yeah and i see you have a great um a couple of great slides here about laughter as medicine you want to elaborate on those a little bit (laughs) <laughs> yes. So humor, um, it's something that we should be using right now more than ever, right? During this stressful time. So um, there's, uh, what does it say in here? So please follow all stay home orders when appropriate, right? So there's this dog and he's saying to his owner, no, you stay home at human, right? So yeah. instead of, right, instead of us going out now, they're telling us, nope. You're gonna stay home. Yeah. Right? The, if not, we're not being very, very good, good humans. <laughs> yeah, and, and um, th- these are Ricardo, um, 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 Ricardo Carte, um, um, Ricardo Carte, um, cartoons, and he has his Facebook page. I've, um, he's from yes. Santa Domingo Pueblo. He's a Native American artist, and there's several of them. And uh, um, you know, they, they, they're timely. You know, um, it, there, there's a couple of natives hunting some toilet paper there, and you know, bringing, uh, yeah. it, bringing it back to the reservation in there. So he, he's he's just got an amazing contemporary sense of humor. And I know you can find him, Ricardo Cate. His last name is um spelled C A T E. Um, he's from mm-hmm. Santa Domingo Pueblo, and he posts these on his Facebook page a lot. So you know, especially yeah. being Pueblo people, I mean, like we can really relate to a lot of his humor. But but you know, they're they're good. They're good for some laughs there. You know, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, um, they were very funny. That that's all we need right now. 
Yeah, absolutely. That, um, you know, just um, if if you come across, it doesn't have to be Ricardo Cate, but if you come across something that that's funny and that you can send to somebody, like why not? You know, that mm-hmm. that'll you know kind of brighten their spirit a little bit. And um, yes, you have a couple of last notes on stress um, reactions. You do you want to talk about those a little bit? Yes, absolutely. So um, what we were saying earlier, right, that um, remember what reactions and how people react around you, right? Um, They can be based on stressors, right? Current stressors, either past trauma that they haven't resolved and even historical trauma, right? So everybody reacts differently. Um, So this can include issues of mistrust by our client population and communities that we serve. Uh, remembering that the root of this lies in um, historical trauma, um, working to be transparent in communication. We need to explain the processes and changes clearly um, and being honest if they have any questions for us. Um, there's instances where we don't have the answer and that's okay. Just be honest and say, I, I don't have the answer right now, but I'll get back to you. And that will create more trust than just making one up, right? Making a, an answer that you don't have. Um, and uh, and most of all, being patient and being kind. That's very, very important right now because everybody is going through a lot right now and we need to be very patient with other people and with ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, one more note that I'd like to make before um, um, we hang up. Uh, it, we've got um, to think about our spirituality, especially as Pueblo people. Um, you know, we're yes. very traditional spiritual people. And I know, like, mm-hmm. in talking with the, um, a lot of um, you know, in my, my counterparts here with the tribe, a lot of people are worried about whether we're going to be able to have our feast day, for example, or, you know, yeah. do, you know, there's been a couple of um, events that have already been canceled. Like um, um, we had the Baile de Oya canceled already and uh, um some our foot races were were uh, um postponed i shouldn't say canceled but postponed due to this so um what are some notes to remember about um keeping our spirituality through this whole um ordeal that we're going through right now yes that's very important we just have to remember that this is not going to be uh, this is not an end right this is we're not ending our the traditional religious practices or or ceremonies right we're only making a pause placing a pause right in this and remembering that this is going to go away this will pass right we just have to remember that being patient and that the group environments or the gatherings during this time are just not going to be they're not going to happen because of obvious reasons, right? Because of that physical distancing that we all have to take. But reminding ourselves that the creator surrounds us with uh, all of us, right? And, and that praying and spirituality is present in each and every one of us. That's very, very important as well. Yeah, absolutely. And um, just don't forget who you are as a person, you know, um, even though we're not to, able to go to like our physical places of worship and uh, where we go for our... our, our um, being, um, you know, a Tigua person, a person from a Pueblo descent, just a Native American person in general, it's it's inside you. It's in your heart, you know, for sure. Yes. And, and um, you know, nobody can take that away. No no physical distancing. Um, you know, the, those songs, you'll hear them in your head and, you know, they still have the same meaning, even more meaning right now, more than ever. So I hope that everybody just keeps account of that. So um, mm-hmm. th- this has been just an excellent and amazing uh, um, interview right now, v- VD. Um, I know I feel better about the whole social distancing <laughs> just um, talking to you for um, the last half hour or so. So um, yes. you want to give the number again for Sacred Connections one more time just so that people have, have that? Yes, absolutely. Let me give me one second. So it would be 915 
9152591. Again, this is 9154792591. 2591. Okay, and um, I'm going to go ahead and put all the resources in the show notes too. Um so if you're if you happen to be in the uh on Baketu village or um you know, maybe you're catching the tail end of this on the tribe's radio station. I'm going to be posting this as a podcast on um, our online um, uh, on podcasting. So wherever you can get your podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, there's one called Stitcher. There's different places where you can get it. If you search the Daily Corn Mill, um, you, you can find this podcast. It'll be up in a couple minutes. So I'll get that out there. And I'm going to place all the resources that, that um, BD has um, provided for us here in the show notes there. So um, you can go down there. Um, there'll be clickable links there. You can share the podcast with as many people as you can because it was very informative. And I think it could help us through this. Um, we don't know how long we're going to be in this situation, but just you know, keep your spirits up. And um, is there anything else you'd like to add, Vidi? No, just remind everybody that it's okay to feel nervous, anxious, sad. Like, it's okay. Embrace your feelings as long as you're coping with them effectively, taking breaks, deep breathings, connect with each other, talk to your family members. We're only doing physical distancing. Don't isolate yourselves right now. If you need anything from us, we're here to support you in whatever you need. Um, I'm still working. I'm still available. So if you if you all have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Okay. And thank you, Chris. Oh, no, no, thank, thank you. This is a uh, uh, licensed uh, clinical social worker, Vidi Sigala, from the Sacred Connections Department here. You're listening to The Daily Corn Mill on KUEH Gue 101.5 FM, Isla del Sur. <laughs> 